this broken mess In too many wasted years Drowning myself in fear My, my, my mind is erasing And I can't, I can't stop pacing Back and forth, back and forth I'm always wanting that feeling In my gut Reminding me I've had What had it I'm moving Changes haven't been the best that I can be. I'm picking at my brain while everyone else leaves, and I need this more than you know. My mind, my mind is erasing, and I can't, I can't stop pacing. Back and forth, back and forth, I'm always wanting that feeling in my gut, reminding me I've had what. I've come too far to let myself end up this way I've come too far, I've come too far I've come too far to let myself end up this way I've come too far, I've come too far Yeah, God, dude. I think I found my song that like just completely gets me into this. Like, just makes me fired up to go right into this uh, this podcast that I just decided to just start out of nowhere and just feel like a total kook when I'm doing it. But hey, guys, welcome back uh, to another episode of the West Coast Pod. My name is Nick Garvin. Obviously, you guys know that. Um, many of you guys probably have been seeing me run around at the races lately. I'm the dude that's limping really bad and probably annoying, uh, trying to get some race interviews out of you guys and whatnot. Um, man, I just got to say, uh, this is going to be a, like a kind of a quicker pod because, um, it just wasn't a full weekend for me. I was only there on Sunday, so I only got to hang out and, and I actually, many of you guys probably heard me out there. I was actually doing the announcing for a little bit, just trying to get my toes wet um, for my upcoming GP. Uh, the Prairie Dogs GP is coming up here at Glen Helen that we just were at for the works race. I was there uh, just kind of learning some ropes from Chris Johnson. Uh, obviously, I'm going to get better at it as I go on, just kind of like how I'm getting better with this podcast as we go on. So, Anyways, you guys, enough of my rambling. I've had two coffees this morning, and I'm ready to 
to freaking roll. So let's get going on this works racing. This is round two of the works series racing out at Glen Helen Raceway. Um, wow, what a race it was. Uh, just all around good racing throughout the weekend uh, or on Sundays from what I saw. All classes were pretty good. Um, honestly, even the youth race was awesome. So it just was a great Sunday. Uh, I really, I got to say, man, I really, really, really love the two-hour races. It really makes me ecstatic because it separates, that last 45 minutes separates the the true off-road dudes, the guys that are out there pushing for it, from the rest of the pack. And we saw that 100% today or yesterday. And all I got to say is uh, I was highly impressed with a few guys. I mean, honestly, it was it was almost going to be some 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 of these guys days and then all of a sudden you know that last 30 minutes is in there and then the whole order just flip-flops again um it was awesome so i gotta say man uh we're gonna get right into this right now um what a what a great showing in the pro class i mean honestly what a great great showing uh 15 pros out here at Glen helen uh just awesome awesome pro these pro these pro races are uh starting to pick up uh it's really cool to see the different guys riding both series and then also doing um you know other their other series so um yeah let's get into it i mean it, it's not shy to say that dante oliviera has just come out and dominated the last two rounds uh i gotta say when the, when the guys started, uh, it it was awesome to see. Uh, Cole Martinez got a good start. Trevor Stewart um, got a good start. Dante was kind of, like, as he said, he was sleeping on the line when he started. But uh, the, the the top three guys immediately from the start it were Austin Walton leading the few, first few laps. Cole Martinez, r r like, right there. And then Dante just, just preying on them like a freaking lion. Uh, would but I gotta say when I first when the first opening laps uh, from what I saw uh, Cole Martinez looked like he had the pace to keep going forward um, it looked like Walton almost uh, got a little tight in his arms the front end was getting a little twitchy um, he kind of wasn't opening up his his uh, how would you say like he has like this specific riding style and when he's on you know he's on he kind of was a little bit tighter, but then, you know, obviously throughout the race, he got looser, but I think he was riding a little tight. Maybe he can tell me like what was going on there, but, um, it looked like Cole was, uh, it looked like Cole was actually trying to push forward. Sorry. My mic's a little loud. It looked like Cole was trying to push forward and then Dante was just waiting for that mistake. So I'd say about lap three or lap four, they came around the, the pits and again, they were blanketed. Like these guys had checked out. The course was getting pretty rough, but at least 25 seconds these guys had already on like lap three or four. Um, they just really just their pace was just ripping. Um, so Dante, uh, I mean, uh, Cole goes to push. Uh, basically, what happened was they come down the start straight or the uh, pit straight, and there's that hard right at the end. And it looked to me like uh, Cole got a little aggressive. Just not not a, I don't know. He didn't, I don't know. He was just getting fed up with sitting there eating dust or dirt. And he just finally went to make his prey, make his make his move. And uh, got a little, like I think to me, got a little too excited with the move. 
and that allowed Dante to just right to the front. I mean, he just played it perfectly. He waited, he waited, he waited, he struck. And once he struck, he just put in some just immaculate laps. He was rolling. He looked good. He was fiery. He he kept the pace the whole two hours. Um, just overall, to me, Dante is on that level that everyone's trying to chase. You know, go back a few weeks to the MG, NGPC at Delano. You know, and I, I he was off a little bit. You could tell he was off. But what I saw from that race was his 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 lap time. You know, in the second to third lap, where he was ten seconds a lap quicker than both of his competitors that that won the race that day right so to me that just showed me that oh he's just give him a race he's going to be back and sure enough that race you know and 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 just it's just trickling down now so glenn helen he puts in a championship ride to me that reason why and not like championship ride but he's a champion for a reason right so this race just unified why he's a champion he literally sat in third he did this at the last race too in taft he sat in third, he watched what was going on, and then he struck when the opportunity arose. Um, so fantastic job by the factory KTM rider of uh, Dante Oliveira on the Red Bull. How do you say that? Red Bull FMF? I don't know. Red Bull KTM? Red Bull factory KTM? I don't know. But awesome job, bud. Obviously, I'm stoked for you. I'm always stoked. I'm a hype man out there, dude. I'm like, when I see, these, when I see Dante out there, I'm just... He's just, ah, he looks so fiery out there. He's always, he's firing on cylinders, you know? Um, but, it, you know, needless to say, it wasn't just given. Again, like Austin Walton, midway through the race, he gets pit, he gets pitted. And he kind of just like closed that gap back up again. He, he, he started riding really well. I could tell he was flowing because his body, the way his body language is, is when he's on the bike is when, he, when he's rolling. He just, he's just as fast. You know, to me, he's just as fast as Dante. They look, you know, they look identical. I mean, if you look at their lap times, they were flip-flopping. I mean, honestly, flip-flopping. So, um, again, on that Rockstar Husqvarna, factory Husqvarna, Austin Walton, second place. Great, great, great race for him. To me, he's going to come on here one of these races and just really unify his skills and put it down. And I think he's, when he wins the way he wants to win, it's going to be convincingly because he's just very practical in the way he rides and races. And I think he's got this off-road thing figured out really well. So um, that Rockstar Husqvarna uh, of Austin Walton looked fantastic. Um, Again, he led laps. He looked great. I just, you know, maybe that thing, that uh, little run in there with Cole, like maybe sparked his heart rate up a little bit and he needed to come back down to go back forward kind of thing. So great job to Austin Walton. I mean, it paid off again. Consistency pays off. And I heard something that he said on the box, you know, he's, we're back up here on the box again, you know, and to me that will stick because he is back up on the box. And, uh, he, I don't think he was on the box, uh, at the first round, uh, at the first round of works at Prim. He, yeah. In a matter of fact, he wasn't, but he's back up there again. So just takes a, you know, these guys are all going to have that one race that they're, they might be off the box. So for him to get back up there, it's a big step. So good job to him. Um, I look for more out of him, uh, coming at, uh, coming to our race, uh, you know, coming back here to Glen Helen in a week. 
I look for him to maybe be better because, again, this is not a slap in the head to, or slap in the face to works. They put on a professional event. It looks great, you know, but the style, of course, maybe is more suited to the SRA kind of smaller six mile, seven mile course where the big six race is going to be up in the hills, more off-roady, more single track-ish, more uh, like faster pace, a little, little rougher in certain areas. I'm not saying that the course that was laid out wasn't great. Works did a fantastic job. They did beautiful, but it's almost going to be like two Glen Helens coming up, right? You're going to have this kind of this style of Glen Helen racing, you know, hot, fast, high speed, but um, tighter course, a little choppier. Whereas the bumps at the big six will be faster paced bumps, maybe a little softer around the edge. Um, but not, how do you say, there's more different styles. There's the, fa the fast stuff and the single track, then the rocky, then then the um, two track. And, you know, then the fast paced stuff and the laps will be a little bit longer. So I look for Walton to be better at, at that style. To me, he might be there. So I look for Walton to be good there. Dante to be good there as well. Um, you know, again, this was a, this was a, <laughs> this was a unique race. Honestly, it, it was a unique race. Um, so third, third, uh, third, fourth and fifth. And I want to say six. Yeah. So third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, it was just an absolute dog, dog fight. Um, you had factory betas, dare D Martel. Uh, Pervine's Yamaha, Trevor Stewart, and PC Kawasaki, Precision Concepts Kawasaki, Tyler Lynn. Absolutely, I would say for an hour and 25 minutes of the race, just in an absolute dogfight for third place. Um, it kind of, to be honest with you, like, okay, so I was standing uh, in the sand section there um, the where they make right by the Supercross track. So they make that little sand section, do those little chopped out crap, make the right out of there. So it really started to get good right before then. They they went out to the, the K-Rails. They come back out of the K-Rail section. They get back into visual sight. And T. Stu is in third. Tyler Lynn in fourth. And Dare D. Martel. I don't know if it – maybe the fencing was a little weird. Maybe Maybe Trevor Stewart ran it in on on Tyler, or Tyler tried to run it in on Trevor, but Tyler made the slight mistake, which closed the gap back up to Dare, and then they go back out for uh, another lap, and then Tyler Lynn all of a sudden has this 15 second gap, I would say, or 10 second gap on uh, uh, Dare D Martel, and then Trevor Stewart closely following. I finally like saw what had happened. Trevor had gone down and half his elbow was gone. Uh, you know, it uh, looks like he might've washed the front end out or something on the asphalt in the back. Um, or a road rash. It looked like road rash to me, but, uh, man, I just, I saw Trevor Stewart. He got the good start and, uh, I'm just, I'm so, I don't want to say I'm bummed for him because he's riding really well. He's sitting third in the championship points and works, uh, which is a great place to be. But, I just kind of, this is his spot, you know, this is where I thought I would see a little bit more out of him. Um, but again, I, I, I'm not worried, right? He is a two-time champion. He knows what he's doing out there. He's, he looks fiery on the motorcycle. It's almost like he just needs a little bit more to get back up to where he was. Cause ideally he was, I mean, he looked good yesterday, but, uh, 
but I got to give it up, man. I, I really got to give it up to the sixth overall man, Tyler Lynn. Um, they had a rear wheel mechanical uh, issue with like two laps to go, which is super unfortunate. He still ended up sixth, which is great. But with two laps to go, um, you know, he he was sitting in a he was going to get his first pro podium uh, at works um, in the in the open class. You know, he got fourth at prim and then he turns it around and, and, and he follows it up with almost a third place here. So that kind of like little bit of a dark cloud that's hovering Robbie and those guys over there. I, I kind of like continued a little bit there at Glen Helen, but I look Tyler Lynn was the out like to me he was the outstanding ride of the weekend would go to him for sure he fought Dare DeMartel off he fought Trevor Stewart off I mean these guys are gnarly between Dare and Trevor like they're those dudes are those dudes are like pro like pro motocross level and this type the style of track here was very motocrossy and for him to do it there at Glen Helen a huge huge confidence booster if i'm tyler lynn if i'm tyler lynn i'm looking at that going okay i know i can do it i know i can land myself on the podium but what is it going to take for me to keep that pace all the way to the end right it looked like he was going to do it it looked like he was going to put it all together there unfortunately that mechanical takes him out but I mean, if I'm him, I'm I'm thinking to myself, I got it. I can do this. I can put myself up there in the third and be on the box, you know. Uh, another, I'm sorry, like I kind of I kind of missed this whole thing that had happened there. So Cole Martinez was running, was rolling, um, still in second after you know uh, pushing Walton there wide a little bit. Um, again, I said that he was going to be on pace. He looked like he was on pace. He was going to run Dante down. To me, that's what it looked like. But once you give Dante an inch, he's going to take a mile. So, and what I mean by that is once you give the champ an inch of racetrack and getting just a little bit of breathing room, the second that you're not pressured is the second that you start putting in the best laps of your weekend. And uh, and, it, and it just goes to show that he, he definitely did that. I mean, he rode great, but... Cole Martinez, again, had the same lap time or was three-tenths off, four-tenths off of Dante's, and Cole hadn't even gotten to the lead. And he did that, you know, on lap six of the race. Now, I didn't ask Mark. I didn't want to go over there and bother those guys. Um, you know, I, I'm always over there, and I'm always trying, you know, I, I'm always trying to get something out of those guys. They're, to me, I'm a little bit I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with Mark because – uh, of our past he's a you know he's a genuine guy obviously he bolt he had a you know bilateral femur breaks as well so i've been kind of just you know slightly nitpicking you know things out of mark so when i go i, I just wanted to give them some space i don't know what happened to cole but he came in with bars that look like on one side just full choppered full choppered out on the left hand side um to me in my in, in my eyes it either was the K rail section and he lost a bike because he didn't look dirty. He didn't look like he crashed or anything, but he definitely had bars that were unrideable and he was still in third. But obviously when you have to change bars, <sighs> that gets a little tricky, right? Like you start to lose time. You start to uh, just try to put things back together as fast as possible. 
and evidently it didn't work out. Uh, he finished 13th on the day, um, you know, only getting eight points towards the championship. Really not probably his eyes. To me now, if, if I'm if I'm SLR, I'm looking at NGPC where I'm the point or either I am the points leader, I'm tied for the points lead, and I'm focused on that's my sole series for Cole Martinez. Works racing is just where we end up, right? We put in good laps, we go out there and we go racing. You know, we win, we get on the box, good job. But my full fork full fork focus is to NGPC. If I'm if I'm them, you know, obviously I'm just a dork that doesn't know anything. But, um, so uh, kind of a bummer ride for Cole, but to get back to that battle, um, there was one man that was charging. And I mean, when he was charging, he was charging the whole race. Uh, he won the best in the desert race the day before he comes straight to works racing to go racing. And that's Dalton Shirey. Dalton Shirey put to me, put on one of the best charges I've seen him work through the pack. He was not in the in a, an ideal spot on the opening laps of this race. He was kind of in the battle. D homie forgot to put his chest protector on, so he's getting welted. Um, but he climbed his way up from eighth, I think, at one time, all the way up to fourth. And in the closing laps, you know, eight seconds off of Dare DeMartel from getting that third place beta. Dalton's working his way up to the front. He's he's kind of on that hatch racing three bells Husqvarna ride. If I'm Dalton, I'm stoked with my ride because I'm getting better each and every weekend. He's on that little cusp of fourth. He's on that cusp, you know, that little bubble there. It's almost like he just needs a little bit more push to get him back up into the podium position. And once he once he does that once, Dalton's the type of rider that races off of confidence. So once he does that one time, it's like, all right, I belong there again. I'm I'm here to stay. Let's do this. You know what I mean? So. Congrats to Dalton Shirey on that fourth overall finish. Uh, of course, Factory Beta's Dare DeMartel. Again, I think this is his first podium. If not, he did one in NGPC, I believe. But this is his first works podium, I believe. Uh, so congratulations to him getting that third overall. Um, just to give you guys an idea of like lap times and stuff, uh, Dante threw down his fastest on lap four of an 8.24.4. Uh, Austin Walton an 8.26.6 on lap three, and Dare D. Martel who placed third an 8.31.1. So that kind of tells you like kind of how the gap was. The finishing time for Dare was 2.01.18. Uh, Austin Walton 2.43 or two flat 43, and then two flat 20 for for Dalton. I mean for uh, Dante Oliveira. So. That kind of gap from three, four, five, and six is like almost. I mean, I, I'm not trying to discredit these guys, but it's almost like six to eight seconds from the top three. From the top three, if you put Cole Martinez back in there, because he throws down an eight twenty four nine as his fastest lap, which is four tenths, three tenths off of uh, Dante. So obviously, Cole's in that mix. Um, Again, highly impressed with PC Kawasaki's Tyler Lynn coming in sixth. Uh, Trevor Stewart, obviously fifth overall. He's. I look forward. I look to see more out of him coming up. That skin burn's going to be bummering for the next week and a half, but he'll be back. I look forward to seeing him uh, in the mix at RGP coming up. Uh, coming in seventh was Giacomo Redondi. Kind of just a quiet day for him. 
Uh, he just looks like he's just on that build back program. I know he broke both his legs last year. Getting him back to where he needs to be is just—he's getting there. He's—he's. He's, it's Giacomo is. <laughs> He is a professional. He's a champion of the work series. He's not, you know, he's not shy to being back there. So, I mean, he's not shy to being up front. So, for him to be in seventh, I just, it's a mediocre ride on that Kilmartin gas gas bike. I look for more out of him. Uh, Talon LaFontaine on SLR coming in eighth. Again, quiet day for Talon. He just looks like he's out there. He's, he's getting experience. Again, he has a tremendous amount of speed. I look for more out of Talon. I think it's just going to take one race, and that's all it's going to take for him. Uh, Travis Damon, uh, not shy of the work series, coming in ninth. And rounding out the top ten was Michael Del Fonte. Uh, didn't get much off him. It looked like he had a shroud or some sort of crash. His bike was all bangled up. Shroud was missing. Radiator uh, uh, guard was off. Uh, handguard was down so that's your top 10 of your pro works race um one note uh notable is justin heft uh from my understanding he got taken out on the first lap by uh our third place guy uh i not I, again it's just what i heard it's just it's hearsay information i didn't follow up with heft by the time i did he was already gone so um he's super fast I looked forward to seeing him at this race um, because he put on almost a clinic at Taft. It was almost a clinic race and then kind of fell apart. So look for him to be up in this mix in the next round of uh, the pro race or in the pro race with the pro guys. I look forward to him being on the podium here coming up shortly. Um, jumping over to our pro 250s. Uh, <laughs> Not much I can say than what a clinic ride by Matteo Oliveira. Absolute clinic. Uh, he comes around first lap and third, kind of like his brother, waiting for the strike, and then just full-blown attack mode the rest of the race. Honestly, he, he, uh, it's just, it's not, it's not surprising to me when I see him out there, but what surprises me when I see him is how well he like attacks like if i'm dante don't take this the wrong way if i'm dante and i'm looking at my little brother i'm going shit he's going to be my biggest competition coming up that's how well he rides um he put down an 843 uh his fastest lap that was uh how do you say this he was kind of he did kind of the same strategy that his brother did so he comes around in third kai's leading jack in second Second lap comes around, he's leading, and uh, he has a, a two-second gap on Jack uh, Sim uh, Simpson from SLR Honda. And then, again, you kind of just like you give the guy an inch, and he's going to take the whole fucking mile because he, at one point, had a 48-second gap on lap eight. Uh, that's pretty gnarly, dude. I mean, that's pretty freaking gnarly when you're only – not even half the way through the race and you just have a 48 second gap. So if that doesn't tell you how this kid's riding and how, when you get out front and he gets out front, he utilizes absolutely everything he can when he gets out front. And that's to me, that's what a champion does. Once you can get out front, maybe kind of wear the guys down a little bit and then just attack these guys. 
these brothers just they're on another level it's just it, that's just it they're on another level when i see him riding i never hear that bike ever lose like uh that high rpm aggressiveness it's just attack 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 so again on the rpm ktm on the pro 250 class mateo Oliveira coming in first outstanding ride young man outstanding ride i love it i love to see it um you know just a character in general awesome kid uh very kind if you're ever out the racetrack go up there and talk to the boys they're they're super they're super super nice kids and uh you know obviously they uh they show they show their results with uh uh riding <laughs> freaking amazing so um coming in second was slr honda's jack simpson uh the first two laps like i said uh mateo and jack were were uh two and three and kai was in first you know and, and kai rode i'm not discrediting ty at all he rode uh, kai at all he rode really well he had a little mishap there in the uh the k rails on that three bros uh husqvarna kilmartin racing team but the off-road experience right now is paying off for jack and mateo um jack i mean again jack rode amazing and you have to you have to really think about this guys jack's coming to these tracks that he's never raced at before you know and let alone ride at so for him to figure things out out there in practice and get these solid results again if i'm mark samuels i'm ecstatic you're doing exactly if not more than what you came here to do so for now second place i'm sure he's getting tired of it and i'm sure he's like dude i just want to win i just want to get one of these under my belt but at the same time solid results solid performances the aussie is doing what i would assume more than i expected and he looks fantastic on the bike so uh Another another good ride out of Jack Simpson at the SLR Honda. And, you know, uh, with Jack, he's just a happy-go-lucky guy, dude. He's stoked to be racing here in the States. He, he's smiling. You know, again, he reminds me of Damon Stokey, he just uh, another Australian. Um, and they're, they're very just <laughs> – they're just very happy-go-lucky people, man. So uh, congrats again, Jack. Um, and Kai – Kai rode really well. Uh, uh, he – kind of just rode in third almost uh all day uh after opening lap and first uh you know and then and then mateo getting him there right before uh you know they literally were a second apart on the second lap and jack was two seconds off so you know that battle was good and then we had there was a little bit of a mishap there you can tell on lap three you know dropping back to 30 seconds and then back to 43 seconds at one point and then he kind of just stayed there the rest of the day. He was, uh, you know, two minutes off at the finish line, but he rode really, really well, and he looked really good. Um, he's he looks really well in the opening laps of the race. He he opens up really uh, like his line choices and the way he like develops into these the hard bumps and stuff. Like he's 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 not afraid to attack, and that's what's re really cool to see. So uh, congratulations, Kyle Ella, on a third overall uh kill martin husky they got to be happy over there i know john kill stoked for him you know nick stover over there as well helping that team out so congratulations kai um uh 
Uh, Thomas Dunn uh, finishing fourth overall. Pervine's Yamaha. Uh, kind of a quiet race. He kind of rode by himself most of the day. He kind of uh, he looked good. He just kind of just he needs to get those opening laps a little bit better, and he has what it takes to finish. He just needs to open up with better laps. So uh, Thomas staying consistent, though. I know this helps him out uh, for sure, for sure in the class points. I think he's still sitting in third. Yeah, he definitely is, and he's not far back off of uh, Jack. So great ride by Thomas. Remember, you have so many more races to go uh, in this series, and to just open up, you know, with a third and then a fourth, your your consistency is going to pay off. And you're going to put yourself in the right places. So good ride by Thomas. Uh, you know, I talked to him a little bit after uh, the race, and uh, you know, he wasn't stoked, but at the end of the day. You have to be stoked. Like you're riding well. You're putting these things together. You're you're you know you're coming off an injury too, so you know you can't discredit yourself uh, at all. Um, let's see here. Let me get back into my results sheet. Uh, <clears throat> I was uh, pretty stoked to see Chase Larson. Uh, he's from Oregon. I talked a little bit about him. Uh, I talked a little bit about him. When he first came over here, he was new to the series. He's from Oregon. He moved to Arizona, so he's uh, stationed out of Arizona. He rode really well also. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. I totally just went over Shane Logan. Shane Logan rode really well too. He was riding in that, that third place. I mean, that fight for third was amazing between him. Uh, it was Kai Alelo. And Kai Alelo. God damn, I said that. I, anyways, Kai, Shane, and Alvarez were all kind of just in a bubble again and they were fighting they were kind of a dog fight it was awesome to see the the class breakdown in uh, like the way the racing is going on it's great to see that mo multiple people uh multiple people are uh there's multiple races going on throughout the race so it's awesome to see all that going on so again Shane Logan rode really well finishing fifth um he's on a I think he's on just like the support program with um, three brothers. I think I'm not 100% sure, but fifth place, awesome job, bud. Uh, you're doing a great job. Just keep it up, riding well, stay smart, stay to it. Um, and then back to Chase Larson. Chase Larson finishing sixth, great ride. You know, he pushed forward all day. Looks like he had a pretty gnarly crash. Uh, his bike was missing a few parts there, but he still, he, he, he mustered it out for, a sixth overall and uh that that's just that's just a dog fight so congrats congrats chase um alvarez jake alvarez coming in seventh uh you know i talked to jake a little bit after at the end of the uh end of the race he's on that bubble you know he's on that bubble of that podium he needs you know he just needs that one race to finish it all out throughout the whole race he looped out i think on the on the k rails i think he told me so he he broke his rear fender off he's all good had a little bit of a crash kind of banged up a little bit but i look forward to seeing him fight at the next race he's doing well i mean he he, he he's working hard i know he is he's riding good he's in the mix you know throughout almost the whole race it's those ending laps that are getting him so i look forward to seeing him in that that podium position coming up here soon so good job jake keep it up good to see ernie out there i love seeing ernie he's a great guy um awesome awesome race bud uh, Clayton Roberts coming in eighth desert guy getting eighth overall 
in the pro class. Good job uh, to, to him and Clayton Roberts, uh, him and Gunner. I love them. Love, love those two. It's just a great combo. So great job, Clayton. Arturo Salas, uh, ninth, kind of quiet day in the two-stroke. He uh, couldn't get that right-hander figured out at the end of the pits, man. He uh, had a few <laughs> a few mishaps up there, but great job to him. And then Tyler Belknap rounding out the top ten. Get there, bud. You're almost there. Just keep working, keep grinding. You're doing a good. You're doing good things. Um, so one thing that's really unique with this uh, works racing uh, class is they have this qualifying race, and this qualifying race gets you. I think they took the top 15, if I'm not mistaken. But they talk. They take these guys and they put them in this pro am class to race the two hour race. Um, it's a really cool program. It's a really good stepping stone class, and I really think that we, if you're NGPC, you should look at this. And, you know, minimize the people that are out there by having this qualifying race to get them into the into the show. Is really what it is. Get them into the show. It minimizes it. You can cap the riders uh, that enter this race. I think this is a cool thing that they're doing. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was it was no surprise to see Collier Martinez out front. You know, he uh, he worked his way up to the front, got to the lead, and gone. He checked out. So good to see SLR. You know, landing two podiums, not only in amateur in the pro am and the pro two class. So it's really cool. They're almost covering all the board. You know, uh, I know last weekend it was one two one. So this weekend to go two one, awesome, awesome job. Uh, Collier really making it look good out there, bud. Uh, keep following your brother's footsteps. You know, you're, 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 you're on your way, you know? Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm very unfamiliar with a lot of the guys that are out there racing this class. Um, and I really didn't pay attention too much to it, but it was really cool to see, uh, Connor Eddie get hit, uh, his podium getting third on that kill Martin KTM. Uh, you know, he would just, again, worked his way up all day long and if you keep working your way up and you keep digging, good things happen. Good to see Connor put it together. Third place on the day. Um, Mason Disconzo. I don't. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that name, but he plays second uh, on a KTM. Good for him. Uh, Drake Hager in fourth. Destry Stewart in fifth. Sh Max Shapiro in sixth. Grant Gasp Gaspasi in seventh. Coming in eighth was Hunter Ray. Ryder Partridge in ninth, and then Keegan Hardy rounding out the top ten. Uh, Brandy Richards was running third for a while. Excuse me. Um, and kind of just uh, she got pitted some gas, and it looked like maybe a fuel pump issue or some dirt in the fuel because her bike was cutting out. She's usually a runner for this class, so I look forward to seeing her back on the podium uh, at the next one. So. Uh, again, great racing overall. It was good to see a lot of the peop, uh, a lot of these pro guys uh, are competing in both the series. Works puts on a great series, and uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, that's kind of my weekend wrap up. Um, just kind of slow stuff. I, I again, if I'm the pro class in both series and I'm looking at the Olivier brothers, I'm thinking to myself, shit, I need to find another gear. I need to keep up with these guys because. Now, Dante has all the breathing room in the world in points. He's got a 50. He's got 50 points going 1-1, you know, in, both, in the first two. Austin Walton going 5-2, 30 
38 points. Like that kind of that gap there is just like if I'm Dante, I don't have any pressure, right? All my all, the only pressure that I have is I got to put consistency rides out throughout the rest of the year, and and you know I have my would be my second title, but we're still fresh into the year, so you never know with Austin Walton. Like I said, he might just chip away, chip away, chip away, and put these rides in. Trevor Stewart, another guy, you're in third place. Pervine's racing. If I'm Trevor Stewart, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not out of this thing yet. I can build my way back into this. I can be there and uh, and just keep rolling forward. So uh, that's your top three in points right now. I look forward to seeing those those guys in the next coming weeks put in strong rides. Uh, and and the Pro 250 class, I'm uh, Mateo with 50, Jack right there, ready to strike in the points in the points gap. Again, Mateo, you're you're kind of like again, you're like your worst enemy, right? So, Mateo obviously has the speed. He's got to finish it out the rest of the year. Jack has been consistent. What will we see coming week in the coming weeks with these with this class? I'm not sure, but I know damn well it's gonna be fucking a dogfight out there because every race I go to, these guys are just in a straight dogfight. So, this class is awesome. And Thomas Dunn is your third place uh, in points right now with 38. Kai kind of right creeping up. So if I'm Thomas, I'm ecstatic because I'm in the mix. I'm there. I'm ready to pounce again like Jack. I'm ready to pounce. So keep it up, Thomas, per, on that Pervines Yamaha. Um, hey, I, yeah, hey guys, uh, just real quick, I'll take a little sponsor break here. Um, I got to really thank uh, the guys over at Baja Bound Insurance for uh, representing us here. Um, they are our title sponsor i would say uh they awesome guys if you're if you're traveling the baja make sure you get uh type in bajabound.com go up there they have a sweet little information you just put your car car information in there year make model and you get a quote within minutes um make sure you go check them out bajabound.com you cannot take your insurance does not cover you cover you internationally so when you travel over the border you have to have car insurance Make sure you get that, guys. It you know could really uh, save you some dollars in the long run. Um, again, BajaBound.com. Uh, another another sponsor I'd like to thank is Rad Custom Graphics. Uh, everybody knows Ryan Abatoy. Abatoy is a Pro Two Championship champion of the Work Series. Um, he's a long, long time uh, pro racer in the Work Series. He started a, a custom graphic apparel company. Now he's embroidering, he's he's doing shirts, he's doing wraps, he's doing magne magnets for your car. He's doing all kinds of stuff. So make sure you guys go in there, call up Ryan, get situated, get your orders in. Ryan is professional, he gets it done. He's got a good eye, he's got a good style. So check out Ryan Abatoy at Rad Custom Graphics. And to be honest with you guys, I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, oh, you know what? I can't wrap this one up yet because I have a little story to tell. Um, coming up here in the next few weeks, let me get these dates coming up here. Uh, Ty Davis reached out to me a few weeks ago. You know, he told me to, that he's they're putting on a race. Uh, they, are, um, <clears throat> they are doing the Atalanta GP. Uh, and they are with Best in the Desert on this. So from my understanding, it's not a points paying class, but Best in the Desert is involved. So it's supposed to be a fun weekend uh, for 
uh, it's supposed to be a fun weekend. It's a fun weekend. It's coming up here March 18th through the 20th. Uh, the Adelano, Adelano Grand Prix, uh, presented by Best in the Desert Racing uh, Association. Um, it's going to be held right there at the Adelano Stadium where SoCal, uh, if you are a district member, used to have their race in the stadium there. Uh, make sure you check it out. It's a three-moto format for the pros. Really cool racing. From what I understand, it is a like an enduro cross-style racing short course and then a mid, kind of like a mid course uh race and then like your full two hour race and uh i think the payout is pretty big for the pro guys i think uh if you're gonna want if you're looking to have a good weekend and you want to go have some fun go check them out um i think they start racing on friday uh they have friday unclassified at 12 o'clock uh for big bikes one o'clock for small bikes and then back oh they're doing the, that's right the three-wheeler quad class and the side hacks at two and then late unclassified at 3 p.m. Um, the first night show, the first night show race is Friday for the small guys. So if you're in the 50 class, the 65s, uh, all the way up to the 90cc quads and 70cc quads, they have a night race program for, the, uh, for them. Make sure you get signed up. Go check it out. Um, Saturday starts the race, uh, opening race, where the... Uh, pro class, they have a pro, uh, the first pro moto is at 11.30. There's a site lap at 11.15. This should be a unique race, guys. So th the way it works out basically is you got to be in it for the one, two, and three. I like this format. I like it. It's kind of like a triple crown. You got to be good at all of, you got to be good at every style, you know, enduro cross, short course, and, uh, Obviously, the hour and a half moto, which is the next day at 1.30. All around cool race. I even think they have a team race on Sunday. I think that's, uh, yep, they have a team race on Sunday, which is really cool. Um, you know, if you're looking to race all three and our three classes, it's about 150 bucks pre 200 posts. So get those entries in. It's 100% pro payback. Uh, three moto format. Uh, and then, you know, Ty Davis is putting it on with, in associations with uh, Best in the Desert. Uh, they're going to have like a future style class for the kids coming up, pit bike races, Stasic and Pee Wee races. I mean, really cool information. Uh, that's I mean, really cool race that's going on. Again, um, they are doing a SXS fun run because there, there is going to be some, um, some uh what do they call it side-by-side -side racing going on they're doing all kinds of fun week anyways march march 18th through the 20th check them out uh yeah that's the adelano gp can't go wrong guys can't go wrong so all right guys i'm gonna wrap this thing up thank you for tuning in and again we'll see you guys at the uh prairie dogs mc round two of the mgpc series coming up here shortly back at Glen helen it's gonna be a great race I'm Nick Garvin, and uh, have a good day. All right.